Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome rugby fans to another great episode of the Run, Pass or Kick interview here with your team from the Rugby Rant podcast show. My name is Ty Braga, your host for today's activities alongside the familiar faces of Rob the Hammer Hammerschmidt. And to his side, you have Scott, the big guy Ferrara. But more importantly, the man of the hour here to be put to the test in our RPK challenge is Christian Rodriguez, not only coming off the hot from the 10 series in Bermuda, but will be making his way over to Dallas as he has recently been announced as the new jackal that has signed with that organization. So let's welcome him to the show. Christian, welcome to the show, my friend. Appreciate it, guys. Happy to be here. Uh... You know, watch the show for a little while, and I'm, um, you know, happy to be on, be on finally. Excellent. That makes one person who's seen us. Now, <laughs> as we continue, uh, you guys who are not yet familiar with how the rugby rant run parcel kick interview works, I want to be able to hand the floor over to my colleague Rob Hatterschmidt, who's going to give you the lowdown. So go ahead, Rob. First of all, thanks, Christian, for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you. The run passer kick challenge works like this for the uninitiated. We're going to throw some questions at Christian as he is the man of the hour, and we'll give him an, uh, a choice. He can run, pass, or kick. And just like any good uh, tens player coming off the circuit, he's got to be able to adjust to the uh, field of play, right? So um, if he chooses to run with a question, Christian, you're going to go ahead and say, I'm going to run with it. You're going to answer it straight up. Uh, you can also uh, answer pass, in which case you're going to let that question go because it's a little hot topic to handle and you, you choose not to get yourself in trouble. Or you can kick the question, and that just means you're going to have a little fun with us, put us on the back foot, and make make us play the ball a bit. And we have to answer like we think you would answer. And, and after we're done, you can grade us out or you can even supplement the answer and, and tell us why we were wrong. Are you ready for run, pass, or kick challenge, Christian? 
Let's do it. All right. Awesome. So, um, uh, Scott, if you could throw a little photograph up here, I, I, I'd like Roddy to see this one because it's a, uh -oh. it's a great image. Dun, dun. Um, <laughs> apparently, uh, a, a, a mate of yours and a friend of the Rugby Rant podcast show, Nick Feeks, uh, captured, cropped, and posted this photo of you. We all know that rugby teammates love to give ball buster nicknames. Based upon this photo, did they call you Derp? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll kick that one to, uh, to you, Rob. <laughs> oh, you're gonna kick to me? Well, um, I'm gonna pass it to Scott because I'm a I, I'm, I'm <laughs> good at distribution. Well, this be a new addition that's, to our show. Let's kick that's that's a, that's a total derp photo, and that's a total derp photo. And my brother's uh, nickname in his fraternity was Derp, and and yeah, that's straight up, man. Straight up. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not your most flattering shot. That's for sure. <laughs> I thought maybe you pulled a hammy right at that moment. I, I wasn't, and I wasn't even getting hit or anything. Nothing you know. going on. <laughs> that's, that's just that's my face. Like, you know, that face is pretty much like a perfect example of like a Zoom meeting that's just stalled. Like, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> now, to, I want to be able to just take this quick break to be able to not only are we having a good time here and trying to be able to support the game that we love and share awareness for the sport, but one of those people that are really doing that job each and every day have made it their passion and, of course, are supporting Major League Rugby is the guys at therugbyshop.com. If you haven't had an opportunity to be able to go and check them out as a fan of your favorite team in MLR, whether it be the Jackals, uh, whether it be Rooney or the Toronto Arrows, make sure that you go and check them out. These guys are the official partners and sponsors not only for us here on the Rugby Rant, which we're very thankful for, but they are the official merchandising partner for Major League Rugby itself. So one of the best things you can do, show your support, show your colors, go in there, get your gear from your favorite team at therugbyshop.com. All right, I think we're ready for the next question. Fire away, Ty, it's your turn. Oh, it is indeed. Okay, let me go find it. So Rob has been uh, kind enough to always put these questions forth. And uh, he puts them so eloquently, so I have to read them to make sure I get it right. So let's go. Question, run, pass, or kick. You know the rules. You were nominated for a Penn Mutual Life of Significance Award due to your involvement in coaching rugby for, uh, to kids uh, in underprivileged parts of uh, L.A. Should USA Rugby and the MLR make a greater effort to bring rugby to undeserved kids of color? Run, pass, or kick. Uh, I'll roll with it. Um, I, I I think they um they should they should try to do a little bit more. Not saying that they they haven't or they're doing a bad job at doing it. I just think that there is some uh, untapped talent in those markets, and um you know there's kids out there who who don't even know what rugby are or or even heard of it. But I'm sure once they get get the ball in their hand, they they'd be you know the best athletes. Uh, I've played with some, some kids. I've been lucky enough to get some opportunities and play, but uh, I played with some kids growing up who, who if they had the same chances, you know, be farther than me already. So um, I think there is some, some, some room to, to go out there and find these kids. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love that. I mean, ultimately the answer should always be, yes, we can always do more, right? Yeah. Right. And, and obviously you're wearing an L.A. Dodgers hat. Uh, there's going to be a new franchise in LA. Uh, yeah. we, we believe it's going to be called the Giltinis. 
but we know that with this new franchise in LA, most certainly there's an opportunity to grow the sport, especially with uh, kids of color and, and some tougher neighborhoods and give them the rugby ethos um, that'll help them grow into, into good young men and, and follow in your footsteps, hopefully. Right. Yeah. I mean, you really use that, po- that picture of yourself as the poster child. For, you know, <laughs> yeah. That's not the publicity piece that you put out there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not using you, man. Don't worry. The mockery comes. I know. Yeah. Uh, in all seriousness, um, uh, two years ago, and this is a, a special message. I know it rang true. We interviewed Chance Wangaluski, one of your former college teammates. Um, two years ago, a teammate and a friend, Hamilton uh, Marufu, took his own life. Many of the boys on the LU team took that loss very hard. Run, pass, or kick. What did you do to not only grieve mentally and heal uh, and prepare for what was going to be a tough season in defense of a Sevens national championship? Run, pass, or kick? Uh, so Run with it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say to clarify, you know, how did you both deal with the grieving part and then prepare yourself mentally to engage in, in what was going to be a very difficult defense of the championship? Um, I'll run with it. It, it. it was hard for all of us. Um, at LU, there's, there's actually been, a, unfortunately, a history of this. Um, and so going, going up the ranks as a, you know, Lindywood rugby player, you kind of hear about it and um, do everything you can to, to support men's health and, and, you know, the message that goes behind it. Um, and so with us actually going through it, that was the first time some of us had to actually deal with it. And Hamilton was a close friend of ours. So um, it was very hard. It was, it was extremely hard, but we, the boys are such a tight group of, uh, of boys that they kind of helped, helped each other go through it. Some, some are grieving a lot more, some, some did a better job at grieving. And so just being together throughout that time, and then especially going into sevens, um, it's a special time at Lindenwood because school's over at that point. So yeah. you have basically a month of just training uh, two times a day with each other and just being together almost, you know, every, every minute of the day. So being, uh, being together the whole time was kind of, was kind of special for us because we just became even closer. And I think that year was one of our best years. Um, just because we were, we were a tight group of guys. And I mean, not to mention the, you know, the good players we have on the team too. Yeah. You guys you were know, a force I, I to just, be reckoned with. Yeah, definitely. And I, I just want to mention uh, real quick, you know, uh, veterans day, about 20 veterans a day uh, commit suicide. Um, veteran and former UFC fighter, Tim Kennedy has this slogan. Just fucking ask if you or somebody, you know, is having issues, just fucking ask, ask for help. Ask if somebody is okay. Talk to somebody. Talk. Reach out to somebody on Facebook if you don't have somebody personally to talk to. Just fucking ask. We will help you. Right. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's huge too because um I mean everybody says this about anybody who takes their own life but you know they they're always the happiest person and uh, and Hamilton was I have a photo of him with uh, Lorenzo Thomas and they're just they have the hugest smiles on their face and they just kind of wraps Hamilton up in in, uh, in one picture and. It's it's true. You just, just gotta ask. Don't do not be afraid. And and uh, you know, especially with Lindenwood, uh, Lindenwood, we we have a lot of great guys together. So um, right. that goes for everybody. Yeah, not all scars can be seen, right? So it's important to be able to recognize it's one okay to talk about it, and uh, it's okay to be able to make sure that you can support those around you who need it when they need it. 
So I have the opportunity to be able to turn it to a little bit of a lighter note, but I do appreciate you sharing that with us. Now, we're going to say behind most great men is usually an even greater woman, right? So that kind of uh, puts this, uh, frames this one for you. So run, pass, or kick uh, on this one again. You and USA woman player Anna Karen Pedraza have been dating for quite some time. Both of you won Sevens National Championships and Penn Mutual Championships. Here comes the question. How important was it for you guys to share in these accomplishments, run, pass, or kick? Uh, <laughs> I know my answer. I, I, but I, you know, I want to I kick it to you, Ty, just because maybe you, you've seen your play as well, and uh, I'd like to see your answer, but uh, I'll correct you if you're, if you're wrong. Well, first of all, is she nearby? <laughs> she's watching she shared, she shared it already she's watching she's watching right. so she's not in the room she's watching in another room so what i'm gonna say is obviously all of your inspiration and support and all of your passion is shared everything you do is for her and for the game and you share your values through the game how about that and you said it better than i could perfect I've had to get myself out of a lot of trouble, so I've practiced. <laughs> and and for those fans who are watching out there, yeah, there are two, these these two are two special people. Anna Karen and Christian are are absolutely two special people. Um, they give a lot to the rugby community, and um, you know, uh, we're, it's better for having them in it. And I really appreciate everything they've done for not only LU as they both played there, but also USA Rugby. Um, so thank you to you both, by the way. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Um, and and so my next question, uh, recently your college uh, friend and, and mate, Chance Wangaluski, tied the knot. We just talked to uh, mention Anna Karen. Uh, are you and Anna Karen next, run, pass, or kick? If so, will you both be wearing rugby socks at the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> you put him under a lot of pressure. I, I'll run with it because uh, I may get in trouble if not. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I don't think no, that's we, we, may <laughs> we may be next. We may be next. Uh, Anna um, Karen if, enters if the chat. To, if we, <laughs> uh, if if we're putting it down to LU boys, I may I may be next because uh, we got a few chickens on our team. So uh, <laughs> I may be next. and speaking of chickens, it looks like one of them is writing in as we speak. Uh, LT, the infamous Lorenzo Thomas, is writing in, and he might he be one of those chickens, Roddy. Oh, he's for sure. For sure. <laughs> I love how he's sweating on these questions. Yeah. They're going to the tough stuff. <laughs> listen, listen, I, yeah. I got a much I got a much easier run pass or kick than Rob, who obviously threw you under the bus. I don't know how much Anna Karen paid him to ask you that question, but you know, I'm sure I'm sure his Venmo is dinging right now. Yeah, I'm sure his Venmo is dinging. So I have the, the next question. Uh, the Lindenwood program has produced some serious uh, budding MLR talent. Feeks, Wengaluski, DeWall, Bosca, and Aguera um, all signed right out of college as free agents. More recently, Taylor and McLeish were drafted. Your route was a little bit different. Run, pass, or kick. How did your signing with Dallas unfold? Um, I'll run with that. It's pretty – I mean, not too interesting, but uh, I'll run with it. So um, – out of college, I, I I didn't really know what I, I wanted to do in terms of rugby or, or work. And so the whole plan was to go back and work in L.A. with the uh, at risk youth program that I, I've been working with and kind of grew up in. Um, so the idea was to, to, to go with that and, you know, maybe take a year off and 
and I, I had heard rumors that LA was going to be in, in the MLR. And so um, it was kind of a, 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 a this long-term plan to maybe work at home. And then if, if rugby was to be involved, you know, go to a tryout or whatever the route may be, but to give it another shot in LA. But um, with coronavirus and, and everything happening, there's, there's some, you know, some things going on at work and it just didn't work out right now. And so I think it was the perfect time to kind of just get my name back out there and uh, go play again. And so um, I decided I wanted to go play and this is the right time to do it. And so um, I just reached out a little bit and, and it kind of worked out for me that, that Dallas was the answer and the, and the best opportunity. Right. Dallas is, is already an interesting organization. Uh, they put a lot of good people in the right place to be uh, mentors, to be management. I mean, they're a pretty well-organized structure for having even not even played a single game. But let's turn our attention to the team there again. So I got the opportunity to be able to deliver the next run parcel kick question to you, Christian. So let's uh, talk a little bit more about the Jackals organization and the team itself. Uh, more importantly, here's the question. What is your prediction for Dallas at the Texas? Oh, sorry, I, I jumped ahead. I chose, I spoke to, uh, to uh, uh, whoa, about whoa. Uh, Scott's question. I think I just stole Scott's whoa. question. Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here we go. Uh, I can't believe I actually did that. Okay, so I stole the wrong question. Okay, with such a young team, with the Dallas Jackals, will they be competitive in the MLR? Obviously, they're a new team, a young team. There's a lot of great talent, but yet still untested. So what are your thoughts? Run past a kick. I repeat that question to you. With such a young team, will the Jackals be competitive in the MLR? Uh, I'm, I'll go ahead and take that one right back to you. Okay, so here's the thing. You got to think. Well, you know, what is the expectation in season one? I mean, there's going to be that conversation. We don't know what their expectation is. For me as a fan, I would be happy if they went onto the field and they were competitive, right? Make sure that they at least put up a fight. Got a couple of big uh, skins taking out one or two of the bigger teams along the way. Um, so be competitive on the field. Yes. Is the expectation for them to win it? I don't think so. What's nice about Dallas, and I said it before and I'll say it again, they got a young team mixed in with some great experience or players who have come across from the Raptors across the field. So there's that mix of experience. Two or three years down the road, they're going to find their consistency. It might not be in season one. So what do you think? I disagree with you. I think we'll be successful. Yes. Exactly. But it's all about the expectation, right? I, I, I got to be, you know, I, I think I'm leaning towards being more of a Dallas uh, Jackals fan just because, uh, you know, the, the Raptors aren't there anymore. But you have a lot of Raptors there, right? You got my boy Robbie Petza, uh, Colin Denison, you know, Cody O'Neill. These are all guys we have in the rugby rat. So I want them to be successful. I'm not the naysayer, but I'm not putting all of it on their shoulders to say they got to win. They've purchased your yeah. fandom. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> All right, Roddy, while we're on uh, the Dallas Jackals, uh, you played wing and fullback in college, but you're listed as a scrum half for Dallas, run, pass, or kick. Where do they plan on playing you? Uh, I'll run with it. Um, so and when I was talking to Dallas and, and MLR teams about this upcoming season, um, I was pretty realistic with it, and I and they signed me as a, as a nine. 
Um, obviously, playing those positions in, in the past is, is is good just for a player to be able to have experience in those positions. But um, when I signed, it was it was as a scrum half, and that's when I'm going to be going there to try to play because, um, you know, obviously I want to I want to get better at it, and I want to and I want to I want to play. There you go. That sounds good, man. Hey, and you played a lot of scrum half. Uh, Bermuda, and you look pretty damn good doing it. So uh, we know you're going to do a great job with in the Jackals for the Jackals. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So, so the next question, Ty, you know, friggin' jumped on. Um, <laughs> uh, so I know my prediction. I've already said it, and I already got mean texts from Lerome White, who will be on next week uh, as, as a run passer <laughs> kick, and Brendan Rams, who who I happen to know through his lovely wife. Um, so run pass or kick Christian, who is, what's your prediction for Dallas and the Texas cup? I didn't, I didn't, uh, I wasn't watching when you made your prediction. So I'll kick it back to you just so you can double down on it. Okay. Well now, now the Rome's going to be really pissed. I said <laughs> Dallas is take away the cup. So this is like the third week I've said it. I said, Dallas is going to take home the cup. I think you guys are going to come out with some fire. Um, with some with some enthusiasm, um, you know, I think you guys are going to be as tough as a two dollar steak. How about that? <laughs> you can you can pen that one too, man. That should be the ad preempting the Texas <laughs> Cup games. Uh, be as tough as a two dollar steak. Uh, Listen, so- it's, it's 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 successful. It's successful. So real quick, I just got two things I got to tell our audience out there. Um, first, I just want to talk about um, Ruck ALS, which is a charity that helps. Um, rugby players who are unfortunately suffering from ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease. Um, they are actually having a digital event hosted by our friend uh, down Stanford with Chris Brown, Brown and Mike Friday. So if you go to Ruck uh, at Ruck hyphen ALS and give them a donation, you can go see this event live. Um, and then secondly, obviously, uh, we have a new sponsor uh, this week on this week's RPK support. The rugby support for the rugby rant is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engin- engineer tools for your family jewels. You know, Manscaped just launched in the UK. It's been in the US for quite a while. Um, we've been gone. We've gone without uh, using the right tools for years. Um, you could be one of the first people or first men in the UK to experience this life changing product. You know, the big guy, I've been grooming since I was in college. I like to keep it, you know, high and tight down there. Helps me out when I fight. <laughs> um, that's why Manscaped, you know, and, you know, you get your nicks and cuts and, 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 and razor burn stuff like that. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released and improved uh, the new improved lawnmower 3.0 in the UK. Um, when I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery lasts up to 90 minutes. I see Christian with the stash. It probably took a long time to groom that. I can just imagine how long it takes you to make your testes look their besties. Get 20% <laughs> off and free shipping with the code RugbyRant at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use the code RugbyRant. Your balls will thank you. Hey, Scott, I'm glad you brought that up because, Roddy, let's take it back to you. And and uh, uh, let's not forget, I know I know you can speak for the LU boys and how they like the role. I'm sure all those guys back at LU could use – uh, the uh, you know manscape products and the uh, the 3.0 to take care of their besties uh, right yeah definitely they, they all could use it <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's go to the let's go to the quick tap 
Uh, and by the way, we have a, we're going to add one question on a qu quick tap. I want to give a shout out to one of my guys down there, Nola. Trox, you the man. I hope uh, we can uh, hook up for a beverage uh, when I come down this spring. So uh, quick tap is just a quick, uh, you know, I give you an option. You tell me which one and you can elaborate if you like. So it's it's real simple and easy. All right, Roddy. Okay, right. you're, an L you're an L.A. guy. You're an L.A. guy. I see you got the hat on, World Championship Dodgers, right? But now we're going to go in a little, little different direction. NFL team, Chargers or Raiders? Uh, Chargers now. Oh. <laughs> you got to support L.A. I know there's, okay. there's, there's a million Raiders fans in, in, uh, in L.A., but uh, if it says Los Angeles on it, you got to support it. Now, if correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think I saw when I was um, doing a deep dive into your background, left the like the FBI. Your old man was wearing a Raiders jersey, wasn't he? In the game? Never, never, never. never? It oh. would have been a Packers jersey. Oh, yes, Packers. I'm a Packers fan. Take the dagger I, out of I my heart. The, the big guy is a, is a Packers minority owner. Thank you very much. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. I'm a Packers fan. Okay. All right. I'll let you slide on this, uh, on that one though. All right. LA fast food. And this is, uh, from my, my main man, uh, Norm Smythe, who's out there in LA Tito's tacos or pink's hot dogs. Uh, did you, what was the first one? Tito's tacos or pink's hot dogs. Tacos. Yeah. Tito's tacos. I, right. I love tacos. The hot, the pink is good, but tacos. All right. All uh, and, and Norm wants to know, by the way, uh, have you had a steak at the Rainbow Bar and Grill? No. No? no. Okay. All right. So you didn't get a $2 steak. <laughs> All right. Well, he recommends it. All right. The next one, better franchise. Now that you're going to Dallas, better franchise, Mavericks or Cowboys? Mavericks. Can't, I can't Ooh. stand the Cowboys. I can't stand the Cowboys. <laughs> and their fans. And I know Are you sure you wanted to say that? Did you actually sign the, the contract? Yeah. Is the contract <laughs> signed? <laughs> yeah. Once if they're a Jaguar fan, they're they're a Jaguar fan, not a Cowboys fan. It'll be different. Yeah. <laughs> boy I think you're in for rude awakening, my man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ready. Here we're going. Fine. We're going back to your roots. Better in the clutch, Nick Feeks or Wes White? In the clutch. In the clutch, Nick Feeks. Nick Feeks. Yeah, the mongoose. If, if 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 Wes White is watching, he knows why. I'll say I'll say Feeks. Is there a good story <laughs> behind that one? There's plenty of stories. Well, you, hey, you're it's your show. You're at liberty to share anytime you want. <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. All right. Here we go. Olympic future. I'm kidding. Olympic future. Sevens or tens? Ooh. I, I mean, tens is the first time I play tens, but I really, I really do like it. I, I, I'll say I like it. So if, it's, if they could, tens. Tens would be cool. All right. Ready? This, this one comes from Trox. Cam Trox are down there in NOLA. One-on-one -on -one basketball, who would win, Marcus Tulipula or Dwight Howard? Oh, my God. This is, <laughs> this is, this is not even a, a question. Marcus would get smashed. If it was up to 11, Marcus would lose 11-0. He'd like to say different. He'd like to say different, but Dwight Howard is winning all day. 
And I know he's just seen him play with the Lakers too, so he, he knows oh. now. That's all great. right. Sounds um, like so, uh, sounds like Trox had some inside information on that question, huh? <laughs> yeah, Marcus likes to go around telling people he he'd beat Dwight Howard in a one on one basketball game. <laughs> Listen, maybe, maybe if you were yeah. shooting free throws. Maybe if you're yeah. shooting free throws. That's the only way he'd win if he gets fouled. So so let's let's get big let's get back to some rugby questions specifically. I want to talk about the 10 series. So uh, being an Ohio Aviator, they were in the World 10 Series Championship uh, knockout round last week. You guys played um, Connor Wallace Sims and my boys at uh, SX10 in the final. Due to COVID, SX10 did miss the first week and did not really suffer through the injuries or the fatigue. That was clearly a factor for many of the other teams. Unfortunately, Ohio had one of the first big injuries when Patty Ryan go out. Shout out to Patty Ryan. You're looking, I can't wait to see you get better and see you back in the MLR. Um, so run pass or kick, did SX10 deserve to be included in the knockout stage of the competition? Uh, I'll run with it. Um, I mean, I think they deserved it um, just because in the end, there's two teams in the, in the final game. They won the final game. So they also beat a couple other teams. I mean, they, they, they won their game, so they deserve to be in the final. Um, and also, you want to play the best. You don't want to – I mean, you want to win, but you also don't want to win just not saying the other teams weren't good, but it's but S- S- the best yeah. team. SX had a great side. Yeah, they had a, they yeah, had a they, great side. You know. Yeah, right. exactly. And, 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 and we played them in the we played them in the in round two, and we beat them in round two. So it's, it it wasn't like a we were you know anybody was scared of playing the SX tens or they didn't want to play the SX tens. I think they deserved to be in it. It was it was a bit unfortunate that they didn't get to play round one and first day of round two, but. Right. It is what it is. But it at is the end of the day, you want to put the best rugby out there on the field, right? So, and they obviously performed and performed so well. And also, I can tell you, being South African and they are from Cape Town and I'm from Cape Town, I know how crap that travel is to be able to get there and then to be able to go all the way and imagine not have your opportunity to be able to play. That would almost be the biggest injustice, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. it I mean, like everybody wanted them to play. It just it was right. a bit unfortunate, but it, it's nice to know that people do know about you know the injury side of it. You know, we did have I think if we counted, we had about seven pretty good injuries. A couple guys were able to play through through them, but a couple guys had to get. So through. as a follow up, though, quickly, I mean, I'm kind of jumping in a little bit, but do you think that comes down to just you know uh, fatigue, uh, lack of practice? Because obviously everybody's had like six to eight months out of uh, uh, rugby, so. Or is it more about the changing of the code and the positional play and just a different game altogether, perhaps? Uh, I think it's I think it's weird with with us. I think it was it was a couple of freak accidents. You know, Feek's mm-hmm. Patty gets gets kind of twisted up on his ankle. Yeah, he got rolled up on. Yeah, yeah. Feek Feek tears his ACL from a, a a late hit, but also just landed on his on his you know his knee, his leg uh, buckled up, and then. You know, a couple guys, Tristan broke his nose and his thumb, and Will, I don't know if he's his toe, but his toe is pretty, pretty uh, badly injured. We had a lot of guys with some weird, weird injuries, but um, I think I think it was just that. I don't think it had to do with the, the, the changing of the code or anything like that, because rugby, rugby, I mean, if, right. they if people aren't getting hurt now, I mean, it's a physical no matter which version of the game you choose but you know imagine i just thinking to myself imagine you were tuning in for the first time and you heard christian rattle off those those lists of injuries like play rugby yeah (laughs) i know i I think i think yeah i I think it 
really just was those are the injuries you see in rugby. And right. I think Patty's is one of the biggest ones is, you know, you have a guy who's smaller than him trying to get him down, makes a tackle that kind of rolls him over and lands on his ankle by accident. I mean, there's right. not, nobody can do anything about it. As you said, so, it know, could happen on any rugby field, just, you know, the unlucky side there. But there's been some talk about, oh, is it a game that has, you know, not yet defined its 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 safety aspects, its rules and stuff. I just think, man, it's it's a physical game, and yeah, that happens. And each one of those industry injuries was was somewhat unique, right? Yeah, and it's just, I mean, you got those same guys who play in a 16, 16 game, fifteen season, and they they play the whole every game, you know. And so it's just it's just an accident, like like in the name, it's an accident. It's it's right. not. It's not, it has nobody's fault. It's just an accident. So that's all exactly. it is. It could happen to anybody. Right. It could happen to anybody. Yeah. Ty, I think you're up. Yep. I'm uh, reading that one now. So <laughs> we're on to the 12th question. And before we head out, I want you to start thinking inside your head now. We're going to give you the opportunity before we finish this episode to share a message with any of your fans, family, uh, any of your mates that you want to send a shout out to. We're going to, Make sure that you get that opportunity. But moving on to question number 12, Christian, here it stands. Run, pass, or uh, kick. Actually, we're, yeah. So World Rugby 10s. Now, we've been debating this on the show, and there's been a lot of chatter online. The social media engagement that they have with World 10s series is phenomenal. The game itself of 10s has been around a long time, but at least this variation of the 10s is, you know, hailed as a great innovation. And it's got a lot of great, interesting ideas, conversion jeopardy, the rolling subs, the list can go on. It's ultimately been a great experience for players like you. But here comes the tough question. And we had asked ourselves this a little while back on the show, and we wanted to hear your thoughts. Run, pass, or kick. World Rugby 10s, flash in the pan, or here to stay? What's your thoughts? Run, pass, uh, I, I, I'll run with it. Um, I, I'd love to see it stay as a player and a fan. I'd love to see it stay. I think it will stay. I think the only issue about it would be money. I don't think there's any other issue. Like as as a fan, going back and watching the games, I loved every every part of it. As a player, I loved every part of it. Um, I, they did an amazing job. Even I mean, throughout everything while we were there, I couldn't complain once while I was there. I remember complaining about something today, and I, I just remember thinking like, I haven't done this in a whole month. <laughs> you know, it's, it's I'm not used to it anymore. But right. Um, I, I'm I'm hoping it's here to stay. I, I want it to stay, and I think they it could stay just just from every everything that happened um, in the past month. It, it was a bit unfortunate because there was some some kind of like weather issues that kind of stopped a, a few good things from happening, and obviously COVID. But um, I can imagine outside of COVID, it just blowing up. Right. I think personally, having like we we started talking about this myself, Rob and and Scott started talking about this probably what was it about three weeks before, guys? Mm-hmm. Um, and no lie, we had some skepticism about it. I mean, we had reservations, but considering the the mounting challenges, it was almost like there was a one after another challenge. You know what? They managed to be able to overcome all of them to be able to put on a really quality program great rugby that was shared in over 101 countries across the globe through all of their broadcast uh, rights being shared with ESPN Sky Sports the list can go on so you know with insurmountable odds in front of them they managed to pull it off feather in the cap kudos to them and at the end of the day I think you know the fan here in America and Canada enjoyed the rugby yeah I think I mean that's the biggest part of it I remember talking uh, speaking with Taylor Howden about about going and I said 
if it's on, I'm there. But it just obviously sounded too good to be true, and I kind of didn't get my hopes up. But it was on, and it was good. Uh, I, I, I couldn't complain. I, I loved every part of it. It, it was amazing. And, and also to get it going with COVID, I was I was speaking out of Karen, and she was mad. She, you know, there's there's no rugby right now. And so uh, she said, you just got to play rugby, you know? And, yeah. Um, and that, it, was, it was amazing that they were able to put it on during this time. So they did a, they did a good job. So I got, I got the next question and it's, it's a near and dear one to my heart being a, a forward, specifically a front row. Um, you guys got to go to beautiful Bermuda, obviously for the tens series. Um, Bermudan cuisine is influenced by the Portuguese. It's influenced by, you know, West African and, and the islands. It's influenced by a lot of people. So run pass or kick. What was your favorite thing to eat over there? Uh, actually, I, I will run with this because it's it surprising. It was our hotel food. <laughs> it, it, it was amazing every single day. Like uh, you woke up for breakfast and that was a breakfast buffet, but uh, it was amazing. And then for lunch, there was some of the, the best food I've had was at their lunch. Uh, and then for dinner, every single day there was there, there was the, it was a full course, three three course meal. Uh, we had our our you know our starter, our entree, and our dessert. And, it, it, it was amazing. And there was even guys from other teams who, who weren't staying in our hotel that went over. Yeah, I remember seeing them at lunch one day and say, what are you doing here? <laughs> they, they legit, they drove 35 minutes to come have lunch at our at our hotel. Which that's that's awesome. Uh, it must have been good. So for for our, I, real quick, for our fans who go to Bermuda, get a Wahoo sandwich from wherever you can. Uh, Wahoo's a great fish and awesome on a sandwich. Yeah. And and by the oh, way, Roddy, we're, we're, we're – What's that? I was saying the local food is good too, um, but it, the the um, the hotel food mixed local. You know, the local food just they served it for us at the hotel. And and we heard uh, you guys gave us uh, some crosswise glances to uh, Butch because he was eating uh, ice cream, which is a, a strange one for him to do. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised by a lot of the things we ate when we were there from that. <laughs> you could have passed it up. That's like a, that's what I'm saying. Is you couldn't pass up the food. Especially dessert. Cool. All right. One last question for you, Roddy, and we'll let you go. It's been a it's been a pleasure and a joy uh, sitting down with you for a little bit and talking tens and going back and bringing back the skeletons from LU, et cetera. So uh, run, pass, or kick. We're talking about World Tens here. What we want to know is what rule change from World Tens would you like to see brought to 15s? Um, I'll run with it. I, I don't know about – rule change but i did i really did like the idea of the conversion jeopardy it, it was cool i know some people mentioned something about maybe whoever scored has to kick or something i don't know some some kind of variation of it but i thought it was a cool idea and seeing that kind of mixed in with rugby was, was really cool to see specialty kickers come on and just slot a kick and i maybe maybe a little bit um with the subs because I mean, obviously not rolling subs because in the 15th game it's a little, it's a little weird to do. But I like the idea of guys being able to come in for a kick and then coming right back out. Um, I don't know whoever's on the field maybe kicking it, but something with that conversion jeopardy or or specialty kickers. I, I like that idea. It was really, right. it was really that's fun. actually what uh, Mikey Teo said as well. Was his rule that he would like to be able to have changed or brought into the rugby laws of 15 so it's interesting you say that and it is exciting i think rob you didn't you mention a little while back that what you didn't like about that one was that the kicker 
could change for that moment and it had to be somebody on field you felt? Yeah, I, I felt like, uh, and again, this is where Scott and I had a bit, <laughs> a bit of a yeah, yeah, that was a pretty exciting matchup right, right there. <laughs> yeah, and and my feeling was was that you know a rugby player should be able to 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 have multiple be multiple skilled, and so that you know the the kicker had to be somebody on the pitch at the time the try was scored, uh, right? So you know it forces you to think about your lineup and who's going to be on the field when you guys are are uh, have the ball in hand. Uh, I actually didn't think about that because I didn't think about the idea of bringing somebody on who doesn't maybe doesn't play rugby and the advantage that it could bring. But we had kickers who who did play, you know, and right. were very good. So yeah, yeah, um, Ben Seema don't suck. Right that way. Yeah, Ben Seema don't suck. <laughs> well, okay, so yeah, so here's my question, right real quick. Way. In 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 the the kick jeopardy there in the conversion jeopardy, if you if you had a guy who had to play on the field, it might be over really quick. How exciting would that be if Sema didn't come out to do the conversion jeopardy? So you mean like sevens, where it's like the camera doesn't even catch the conversion sometimes because it's moving on to something else. Well, and and if you have to do a guy on the field who wasn't an expert, well, as soon as you bring that kick back, they they might they're probably going to miss it between length and angle. So how real how how much right. fun and excitement do you really get out of it? And if you didn't have that, you wouldn't have the opportunity for a near forty year old Brom from Stratton, former <laughs> Springbok, <laughs> yeah. winning a, a, a conversion. Right? I mean, you wouldn't have those special glory moments. So pros and cons, right, guys? Absolutely. Uh- I I, I kind of liked it because it was it's the third version of the game that you kind of see now, um, where you kind of have to just play the game and play that that version of the game. And so, um, obviously, in some games you probably win the rugby game with the third team, but you wouldn't win the the World's Ten Series game because they did have a specialty kicker or something like that. So you just you just got to play a lot with more variable uh, to consider because, like you say. You might not necessarily have the, the, the you know the best team on paper, but you might have the great best kicker, right? So I mean, there's a lot of different layers to it that makes it interesting, and it has been hailed as a way for players to also extend their career. Um, you know, maybe you would have a Dan Carter who can come over and play because it has have rolling subs, and he could be that specialist and somebody similar of that nature. So you could see some of the superstars of rugby um, while they enter their twilight years do a foray in uh, World 10s before they hang up the boots. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, I think it's uh, it's been a pretty uh, interesting run, pass, or kick. And before we head out, as I promised, we're going to hand the floor over to Christian to be able to share his thoughts. Shout out to your friends and family. What do you want to say? Um, Just to start off with, you know, guys, uh, you guys mentioned it earlier about the November and the men's health awareness, you know, really, uh, really paid attention to that and, and try to take part into that and just, you know, speak with your friends or just speak with everybody. Um, it's, it's normal. Um, I think we should all try to do better at it and just make it, make it the new normal. And then, um, to kind of, to kind of <laughs> go off something else you guys mentioned, Anakin, um, I was lying. We are next. Um, they put me in a rough spot on the interview. We are next. Do not worry. No. <laughs> I know we're all watching too, so don't worry, guys. We are just, just wait. Just give it a give it a second. We don't want to steal anybody's thunder, so we'll hold on for a bit. Hey, <laughs> right, tell, hey, hey, guys. tell Anna Karen she owes me a, a USA women's jersey now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, what I owes you. 
You have been a great guest. Uh, been in the hot seat, a couple of uh, curveballs thrown yeah. away, but that's what makes for great TV. And we must, now, of course, not only thank you for joining us here, Christian, but most of all, we must thank the fans for tuning in, uh, for enjoying the game that we all love so much. It's really about you. That's why we do this show here on the Rugby Rand, making sure that we promote that fan-first culture. But ultimately, we aim to be able to grow rugby one fan at a time, and we do that with your help and the help of our sponsors at therugbyshop.com. In addition to that, make sure that you also check out Manscaped. You can find a promo code that will get you 20% off your next purchase. And with free shipping, make sure you use the code RUGBYRANT, and you'll get that opportunity to get your own special gear to get the job done, as Scott pointed out. So from myself, Ty Braga, hosts of the Rugby Rant Run Parcel Kick, alongside my co-host Rob the Hammer Hammerschmidt, Scott the Big Guy Ferrara, and on behalf of Christian Rodriguez, we thank you for watching this episode, and we'll see you at the next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.